Praise the Lord, somebody. Praise the Lord, somebody. Um, it's good to be back. Um, I feel like I've been preaching in over a month, forever. So it's good to be back home. Um, if you have your Bible, would you please, and it's good to see everybody, all your familiar faces, and those of you who are streaming online, we thank you for um, joining us. If you have your Bible, would you please join me in John chapter 14, verse 6. Um, it was already read during the worship, so I'm just going to read it again, and we'll pray we'll get right to um, God's Word. Um, hear now the Word of God. I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. I want to read that again so you can understand that. I am, Jesus said, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. Would you bow and join me in prayer? Gracious God, we thank you for your, for your word. Your word is true and amen. Father, as we come to this pinnacle of our time together, which is your preached word, would you please speak to our hearts? Even though I have studied, but I need your help. I have prepared, but I need your strength. Father, there's no preaching without praying. There's no preaching without the Holy Spirit. May your spirit dwell in me so that the words of my mouth, the meditation of my heart will be acceptable into your sight. Speak to our hearts for we're listening. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. The exclusivity of Christ, the exclusivity of Jesus, exclusivity of Jesus. That's what I want to preach on for the next two hours. I mean, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Y'all awake. That's what I want to preach on as we continue our series and the I Am's. This is the sixth I Am, but this is actually our fifth one because we skipped the first one. Um, so we're going to have the um, next two. Um, and we'll conclude our series on this um, I Am. The exclusivity of Jesus. C.S. Lewis said this, Christianity is a statement which, if false, is, on, is of no importance. And if it's true, if true, is of infinite importance. The one thing it cannot be, it's just moderately important. So let me say that again. C.S. Lewis says this, Christianity is a statement which, if false, is of no importance. And if it's true, is of infinite importance. The one thing it cannot be, it just moderately be important. When we talk about exclusivity, um, and yes, I say exclusivity. I know we live in an inclusive world. But I am telling you about the exclusivity of my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. So when we speak about exclusivity, it's not something that's popular in our culture. As a matter of fact, everything we do, we want to make sure that everybody is, is in it. We want to appease everybody in their mama. Everybody in their mama must be into it. But can I tell you something? Your faith our faith, my faith, the Christian faith is not an inclusive faith when it comes to what the world defines as inclusive. Are you with me? Can I teach the Bible real quick? So inclusivity, when we see what exclusive 
Exclusivity means, uh, um, again, there's a definition on the screen um, that's going to pop up. Exclusivity, it's when you exclude or not admitting other things. In other words, there cannot be um, many ways to my heart. It has to be one way to my heart. I tell people this, the language of my heart is good diet, good food. That, that's the language of my heart. You know, you can say all that stuff, you can give me all the, you know, but if you cook a good meal, you got my attention. Right? But, but now somebody may say, well, if my daughter comes and touch my face, maybe that's the language of my heart too. Well, because, I'm, you know, in that sense, you know, there are many things that may sway me here and there. But when we speak about exclusivity, it's unique. It's one way. In other words, when you see, when they talk about Christianity being uh, uh, exclusive, it's a one-way street. It's not a way for everything. It's not one of these ways. It's not one of the, it's exclusive. It's one thing. And then now you say, well, if exclusive is one thing, inclusive is what? It's, it's, it's up there in the screen. Inclusive. Next, next slide. Keep up with me. So and everything or all type of people. All types of, you know, inclusive, everything, is, everything is, is involved. As a matter of fact, the new way of people talking about Christianity is that, well, you know what, you know, uh, um, you know do you boo uh, um, with your truth, with your, uh, um, you know, opinion and your feelings and, and, and do, you know, Jesus just accept you, just you, you know, just you, you do, you keep doing you, be you and you and you and. But that ain't Christianity. See, Christianity is inclusive in a sense that if you are a sinner who is willing to repent, no matter the sin, welcome. It's exclusive in a sense that the only way for your sin to be forgiven is through Christ Jesus. I wish I had a church. Uh, uh, did you understand? What did you say? It's inclusive in a sense that no amount of sins you can commit as long as you're willing to repent, Christ is not willing to forgive. It's exclusive in a sense that only Jesus Christ can forgive your sin. Y'all get that, right? So, so, so then, we cannot make Christianity uh, an inclusive religion in a sense of demeaning Christ. When we speak of Christianity... You got to get the wood word. It's Christ. It ain't Americanism. It ain't Haitianism. It's Christ. In other words, if Christ is not the center, if Christ is not the only Savior, then you are not speaking of Christianity. It may be some form of spirituality, but in Christianity. Um, I was on a plane on mo last Monday coming home and, and I have this guy sat next to me, very nice guy, very nice man. And, and I told my, uh, on Bible study, I told you all that I was going to share the good news. I, you know, I look forward to being on a plane. That's three hours, somebody next to me and God, God place you next to me, divine appointment. Guess what? You're going to hear my mouth. <laughs> you, you're going to hear it. And, and I'm speaking to this guy. He's like, well, you know, my wife been testing many faiths and all that stuff. And she, you know, she goes to church here and there. And, you know, she, she's questioning things. But he, said, he says, I, I am of Jewish descent. 
I'm just spiritual. I'm not religious. I said, well, you, you, you're talking to the right person. I said, can I tell you something? I don't care if you say spiritual or religious. Let me tell you something. There is only one way to God the Father, Jesus Christ. And you, get, you sat next to me, you give me a nervous laugh, want to tell me to shut up, but he can't because I'm right next to him. So, you know, and I keep reminding him, it is Jesus. For about one hour after that, I'm like, all right, okay. You know, I'll give you a break now. You know, he says, nice talking to you. You're very nice. He said, I wish you all the best with your ministry and all that stuff. I said, you know what? I pray that you would accept Jesus as the only one. Here's the thing. It's not my job to convert him. My job is to present Jesus as the only way. Because everybody and their mama got something, some kind of spirituality. They namaste. You know, they center themselves, they whatever it is, and no, that's not mm -mm. the only one way to Christ, the only one way to God is through Jesus Christ. Now, in the text where we are, we, we find uh, uh, um, Jesus is preparing his disciples for uh, with reassurance in advance of his arrest and his death. So, so now Jesus is talking to them, and, and, and if you go back, if you, if you have your Bible open, and, and Jesus have a conversation with them, right? And, and then so Thomas, in verse 5, said, Lord, we don't know where you are going, so how can we know the way? Thomas is a good Christian. He asked good question. Y'all criticize Thomas. I love Thomas. Thomas asked the questions that y'all thinking you don't want to ask. How can we know the way? Jesus says, well, let me tell you something. I am the way. I am the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. There, the exclusivity of this statement. It's either Jesus is a liar or he is who he said he is. And this is where the rubber meets the road. You cannot, you cannot make it optional. Watch the text. You all speak English better than I speak English. But watch this. The indefinite pronoun. Okay? It didn't say a way. It didn't say a truth. It didn't say a life. It said the way, the truth, the life. Even in the statement with the article that's being used, it's exclusive in and of itself. Now you say, well, Pastor Perry, we're Christian. We're supposed to know that stuff. Well, here's the thing. Most of us nowadays don't believe fully what our faith teaches. Because most of us, we are in our opinion state because we live in what they call postmodern world. We live in a post-truth world. As a matter of fact, somebody wake up this morning because they feel some kind of way, therefore they are. If I feel... I am the gender opposite of what I was created because I feel like that according to our culture nowadays. Therefore, this is who I am. But, but the reality is this. It's, it's very simple. If you don't, your feelings will fail you. But the foundation of the truth will never fail. So, so, so then there, there, there are three things that I, 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 want you to, I want you to see with me as I am trying to move my way uh, um, through the text. Um, 
Let me move on. Let me move on. In this verse, Jesus tells his disciples that there's only one plan of salvation for all men. One plan of salvation. Jesus is the plan. There's no other way. And if you continue in the text, Jesus says, you see me, you see the Father. You hear me, you hear the Father. Jesus is not only saying he is God, but he's saying this, I am the only way. If you want to get to God, uh, I said this all the time. Uh, um, Y'all remember, for those of us who are old, house parties? Yeah, for those of us who are old, house parties, amen? I, I got any witness up in here? House parties, right? And, and then, you know, I, I grew up in Coral Springs, right? You see those house parties, and, and you knock on the door, and they ask you, um, what, what's the code? What, what, what's the code? Because not everybody can get into the party, especially, you know, that's the, what's the code? You know, the, 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 those Riverside, uh, Woodside Drive party, you, you know, you know. So, this, this was Haitian town in Coral Springs. That's where, I, you know, uh, um, I, I was on the other side of the Coral Springs, and you go, and they said, that was in the late 1990s, early 2000s, before some of you were born. And you knock on the door, and they said, what's the code? And, and there's a specific word that you know. Now, some people, people, they don't want to come in. They give them the wrong word. But when, you know, when they crack the door open, they tell you the code. Can I tell you something? What Jesus is saying here, heaven is a big house party. Heaven is a big house party. And, and there's only one code to get you in. There's only one word to get you in. Jesus is saying this. Well, well, watch this. He tells the disciples. Here's the thing. Not only I am the way. Not only I am the truth, not only I am the life, but here's the thing. For you to get to heaven, you got to say my name. Jesus said, when you knock on the door, if God says, why should I let you in? If it's not because I accepted, I confessed to Christ while I was on earth, then you can get in. You can get in. See, that's the exclusivity of Christianity. Three things of the exclusivity of Christ is certain. Number one. Jesus is the way without exception. Jesus is the only way without exception. There's no other way. Um, the word way may mean one of two things. The word along which you must go to reach a certain place. Or the thing that, you must, that, that must be done in order to secure any particular end. When we think of heaven, Jesus is the way in both of the senses. He is the road along which we must walk. He has done all that is necessary in order that we may get there. The way of salvation is through Christ Jesus. You say, Pastor Barry, you're confusing me. Let me say it again. The word way can have two definitions. Either it is the path that you use to get to a certain, a, a certain place, or it's the thing that is done to secure any particular end, right? In a sense that for us to get to heaven, Jesus is not only the way, but Jesus also prepared the way by, by satisfying, by making happen what needs necessary. Um, ooh, let me, let, me, let, me, let me put it to this way. Um, illustration. Watch, watch this. A house is fully... Uh, um, Engulfed in fire. The house is caught on fire. 
and, 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 and firefighters trying to find a way to get in. The back fire. The front fires. Windows are on fire. And they're trying to get access to the house. They can't. There are two people in the house. And while they are looking, two people are inside the house. And they're trying to find a way to get out. One of them sees there's just one window that is still accessible. It's in the back room. But the path to it is quickly narrowing because of flames and smoke. The person who sees the window prints, it to, prints, it, uh, prints to it and tells the other person that that is the only way to safety. That if they don't go to that window and get out quickly, they will both die in fire. Well, you could say that the person pointing to the only viable escape route is being exclusive. Indeed, they are. Excluding or not admitting any other things. That's what the word exclusive means. But in that case, what they are saying is true. There is no other way out. The person who is printing to the back window is excluding other windows and door in the house. Not because they are not because there are no other windows or door in the house, but because trying to use those other windows and doors will lead them to their deaths. Only one window in the house will lead them to life. Though it may sound exclusive to make it one window escape. Claim, but it's true. If you're in that house, if we are in this church and it caught on fire, this door, there's fire. That door, there's fire. This door, there's fire. That door, there's fire. That window, fire. Window, fire. Window, fire. Window, fire. This door, fire. That door, fire. That leaves us with uh, Back here, fire. That leaves us with what? Just the central entrance. So then, are you going to tell me that, wait, 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 I want to get out this way. See, that's what Christianity is. There's only one way out. The other door, you can try to get out of them. They're going to lead you to your death. But most of us are afraid to make that claim. Other religions do exist. But they lead you to fire. Only Christianity has provided this way. Not only Jesus is the only way without exception. Number two, he is the truth without any error. He is the truth without any error. <laughs> Can I pause here real quick? Um, I went into myurbandictionary.com. I, I look up the definition of my truth since everybody got their truth. <laughs> it says this. This is my truth. The definition says this. Pretentious substitute for non-negotiable personal opinion. Did you guys get that? Pretentious substitute 
for non-negotiable personal opinion. In other words, people who do not want to argue, they say, well, that's my truth. But Jesus said, I am the truth. Uh, people go on TV, you know, and they say, oh, you're so brave for telling your truth. Bunch of fat lies. But it's their truth. Because it's their truth, no one can argue it. Well, here's the thing. Either Jesus is the truth. Can, can, can I make this point very simple? Any truth that is opposite of the truth is not the truth. Take that, tweet it, whatever you do, whatever you do, do whatever you want to do with it. Any truth that is antithesis of the truth is not the truth. In other words, I'm not against people who choose to love whatever they want to love. That's not what I'm saying. But don't come and tell me that God approves of that love when God says, this is how I want love to be. If, in other words, because the way that we are with my truth, if, 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 if this iPad, it's mine, but in your truth, you may take it from me and say, well, I feel that this is my iPad, therefore it is my iPad, it's my truth. Then which is it? Is it mine or is it yours? See, that's the mumbo-jumbo that we get out there and we don't think hard enough because you come to Bible study or Sunday school, all those things. You don't read the Bible, shameless plug. And then we, we fall into that trap. Jesus says, I am the truth. You, you, know, you know something? In simple math, two plus two is what? Four. What is the, what is the shortest distance between two points? For those of you who do geometry, a straight line. You know what I mean? It doesn't matter what somebody else may tell you. No zigzag is going to be the shortest distance. So then Jesus, what Jesus says, I am the truth. Certain facts are truths, are, 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 certain facts are truths of history. And what we are taught about God or heaven are truths in religion. But Jesus has so much more to do with our religion that we sometimes put his name in place of the word religion and, 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 and say of a certain doctrine that is a true, that, that, that is a truth of Jesus and Jesus. And this is what Jesus means when he says, I am the truth. The, the truth is, and Jesus is the best truth of all because Jesus said it. Here's the thing. Um, i rather get before God the Father and believe that Jesus is who he said he was, then getting before him arguing that he is not who he is. I don't know who's ready to make that, you know, who's ready to make that, that uh, um, who's ready to, to take that bet. That I'm going to get to heaven and I'm, I'm going to argue that Jesus is not who he was. Or I get to heaven and just believe that Jesus is who he said he was. Which one you want to take? He is the truth. He is the truth. Because he is the truth, your heart should not be troubled. Because he is the truth, he said he's going to prepare a place for you. Believe that. Pastor said this morning in, 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 in the creole service, in the sermon, he said, you know, work, get the best house that you can and all that stuff. True that. But there's a mention that's been prepared for you. 
Do you know why I believe that mission? Because it's the truth. He said it. Jesus himself is the truth. What is the truth? Jesus is the truth. So ultimately, he is the source of all other truth. Consider the difference. The world says everyone is basically good. But the Bible says there's none righteous, not one. Which is it? Is it everybody very good? Or is it that apart from Christ, you are filthy? Which is it? The world says there's no such thing as life after death. But the word of God tells us we're all going to die once. Then after that comes judgment. It's not YOLO. <laughs> it's not one life to live. Trust me, there's another life. The world says there's no such thing. Uh, um, the world says that uh, um, there's no hell. So there's no, there's no need to be concerned. Live your best life. But the word of God tells us this. Do not fear those who kill the body, but cannot kill the soul. But rather fear him who is able to destroy both your soul and your body in hell. The, words, the, the world says heaven is not a real place. But the Bible tells us, I saw a new heaven and the holy city. A new Jerusalem coming down out of heaven from God. Prepared as a bride adorned for her husband. I saw a new heaven and a new earth. For the first heaven and the first earth has, had passed away. And there was no more. That's in Revelation 21. And in verse 3 says this, And I heard a loud voice from heaven saying, Behold, the tabernacle of God is with men, and he will dwell with them, and they shall be his people, and God himself will be with them and be their God. The world says all religion leads to God. But Jesus said, no one comes to God except through him. So what is truth? Jesus is the truth because he says, I am the truth. I am the truth. Our culture and days don't want anything to be exclusive. Don't want anything to be objectively exclusive. Guess what? Christianity is objectively exclusive. Because only one way to God. Lastly, he is truth without error. He is the way. But lastly, he is life. He is the life everlasting. I put it in a bad English on purpose. Typically said he is the everlasting life. But he is the life everlasting. Jesus says, I am the life. Jesus is the life, so the only way for us to have life is through him. Jesus gave us his abundant eternal life to all who trust in him. But we must understand that life, this life, is a relationship with him. You all hear what I said? It's a relationship with him. You can only, you can do, life, you can only do life with people you have a relationship with. If you, have, if you don't have a relationship with people, you're not doing life with them. You must be in relationship with them. 
in John chapter 17, Jesus said, he lifted up his eyes to the heaven and said, Father, the hour has come. Glorify your son, that your son may also may, may, may also may glorify you. As you have given him authority over all flesh, and, and that he should give eternal life to as many as you've given him. And this eternal life, that they may know you, the only true God, and Jesus Christ, whom you have sent. To him... There's life. Somebody asked a pastor, is it necessary to have a personal experience with Christ in order to be a Christian? The pastor said, a personal experience with Christ is Christianity. You guys hear that? Is this thing still on? A personal relationship with Christ is Christianity. A personal relationship with Christ is life. You want life? The Bible says in John 10, 10, uh, um, the devil come to kill, steal, and destroy. But Jesus says, but I've come so that they have, may have life and may have abundantly. You want abundant life? You want the everlasting life? Place your faith and hope in Jesus Christ. So you say, Pastor Perry, you be give me all this mumbo jumbo. What's up with this? Well, this text gives us a threefold assurance. You ask the question, how can I be saved? Jesus is the way. He is the only way. How can I be sure? He is the truth. How can I be satisfied? He is the life. Let me run it back again. How can I be saved? He is the way. Yo, 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 want to help me preach? How can I be saved? He is the way. How can I be sure? He is the truth. How can I be satisfied? He is the so you ask, my, you ask yourself this question. How can I be saved from all of this world chaos? Get on the one-way street. How can I be sure? Because this, uh, this is the, there's only one exit. Only one exit. All the other one are fuming. All the other one are fuming. You're going to choke and die. You're not going to make it out. Why, ooh, why try to make it out in the, where there's fire when you have a way where there's no fire? Do you realize how um, smart you must be have you guys ever seen those commercials? You know, uh, um, you know, like uh, um, there's one commercial I saw. Like uh, um, there's like a, a, a garage, and there's like a, it's a, it's a scary some somebody, and there's chainsaw in the garage, and there's a car running. There's a car running, and, and they all said, "Oh no 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 no, we're not gonna go to the car running. We're gonna go back in the garage." And there's the monster in the garage. That's what people do when they run away from Christ. The running vehicle is that Jesus died on the cross and take care of your sin. And here's the thing. Ooh, I feel like preaching right now. This car is never going to have gas or never going to have electricity. He's going to drive. That car's going to drive you to this one highway, to this one highway. And this highway is going to lead you right to heaven. But all we keep doing is like, no, no, let me try to build my own Tesla. 
Let me try to get on my own Mercedes Benz. Let me try to get on my own BMW. You don't know. There's a car. I don't know what, I don't know what kind of car it is, but all I know is this. That car ain't never gonna have no battery problem, never gonna have no gas problem or electricity problem, no transmission problem, because that car is certain. Do you believe in him? Do you believe he is the way? Um, there was a missionary. There's a missionary that um, that went to Africa, and the missionary got to a place where he wanted to go to a tribe that was not from the men place where it was at, a, a, a secluded, excluded tribe. And then so he asked the chief, he says, chief, would you please allow somebody to guide me to get there? And, and because they don't know the way. And then the chief said, well, I, I, don't, I, I, I don't have anybody that I know, but there's one person who's willing to take you there. And the person who's taking them there and is taking them to a way and cutting stuff and making the way and things like that and going to a path. And at a certain moment, the missionary said to him, stop. Do you really know the way? And the guy turned around and says, I am the way. And the missionary says, how can you be so sure? He says, because I am from that tribe. I am from that tribe. So I am taking you to where I come from. Can I tell you something on a higher, deeper level? Jesus came down from heaven to show the way from the earth to the cross, my death to pay, from the cross to the grave, from the grave to the sky. Lord, I leave your name on high because he came to pay to show the way that whosoever believe in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. Do you believe this afternoon? Do you believe that Jesus is the only way? Do you believe he is life? Do you believe he is the truth? Because if you don't, you're not living. If you don't, you don't know the way. Men like me, we don't like to ask for direction. Even with GPS and all. You ever watch The Office? Michael, Scott followed the GPS right into the... There's GPS and that's certain. But can I tell you something? There's a GPS system. The coordination is a five-letter word. When you put it in there, when you say Jesus, heaven, you have heaven's attention. When you call upon the name of Jesus, heaven is available to you. See, 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 the, 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 the GPS coordination, the, you must have a, a um, satellite from on high that, that's gathering data to make sure to tell you which route to take. And sometimes the satellite may be faulty, but I know a satellite. I know one whose name never fell. And that's the one I choose to believe in. Because if I call Jesus, he will show me the way because he is the way. If I call on Jesus, he will tell me the truth because he is the truth. If I call Jesus, he will give me life because he is the life. So, he says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. 
Do you believe exclusively that he is the way, the truth, and the life? Because if you don't, today is the best day. May God bless you.